y'all how y'all been doing welcome to another edition of the preacher main podcast with jamal brown and i did want to put out there for those that are interested i do have another podcast uh with my homie uh rag called the presidential executive podcast this is more flagrant to the spiritual side of me and you know if you want to check out the other half of my personality or just me period uh go check out that we're on um most podcast uh platforms uh the presidential executive podcast you spell it just pretty much how it sounds and uh check that out too so uh if you're interested it's funny when i see people make certain decisions then later on down the line they pray God moves on their behalf on the very thing they made a tangible decision about earlier. For the most part, I'm referring to voting, uh, talking about voting. And I know in the in the description of this podcast, I know I put in politics and everything. And I know that can be a deal breaker for a lot of people. But, you know, hey, that's kind of you know, to me, politics is so broad now because you 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 listen to you hear politics on sports shows now, ESPN, uh, any some of your favorite sports talk shows like it's just it's just hard to get away from you. you you're never in this point in time. You're not going to not talk about politics because in some way, shape or form, whether it's dealing with, you know, the. George Floyd stuff or what happened to Dante Wright, like all that stuff kind of intertwines because now sports teams and sports players, they talk about this stuff. They make, you know, it known on their platform. So it all pretty much is woven together. You know what I'm saying? So but those that know me know I lean more to the conservative side when dealing in politics. But trust me, I'm no fool. I know both sides are shady. But if I was forced to choose one, it would be on the right. Something as simple enough as looking at the platform each one stands on is very telling to me. One party integrates God in their platform. The other deliberately ignores God and has said publicly they rather not mention him in their platform at all. In a bit of a background, I am an HBCU graduate. You know, my TSU, Tennessee State, University in Nashville, Tennessee. So I have plenty of friends and associates, especially on social media. They rock hard with the left or the, you know, the Democratic side, because that's what I grew up on. That's what I was told that I needed to do in order to uh, help my people or, you know, just be black, you know. So especially when Kamala Harris, Vice President Kamala Harris became Joe Biden's running mate, it was evident that most black people were going to sway towards that that ticket. You know, anybody that knows Joe Biden's past record and Kamala Harris record knew or should have known what was going to be a priority if they won the White House. All this stuff with gender neutral bathrooms, transgender discrimination, being stripped of certain religious freedoms, all were par for the course if Biden and Harris were to be elected. Unfortunately, a lot a lot of people inside Christianity are more concerned about representation than legislation. They rather have the hashtag social media buzz 
the magazine centerfolds than actually something concrete that will make room for change. Like with President Obama, he was a godlike figure to most of the black community during his two terms. Nobody hardly said a negative word, even when it was apparent he wasn't being a true ally where it counts the most to the people that voted him at historic rates. We got good sound bites. Him saying if he had a son, he would probably look like Trayvon Martin. Him singing Amazing Grace at the funeral of the Charleston church mass shootings. Like all this stuff was was good for TV. It was good sound bites that, you know, it triggered a lot of black people to be like, see, he gets it. He cares, you know, but for me in my eyes, I'm like, that's sugar. That's the candy. You know what I'm saying? That's not really, you know, something to um, get giddy or excited about, you know, but there were no executive orders or legislation passed to show doing uh, President Obama's administration, his sincere compassion to where those statements, those soundbites that I just said, they didn't come to nothing. It, it was just empty words, uh, so to speak. But then the the other the other side, the flip side, be all. Oh, but he's he's so cool. He's super cool. I, you know, I'll go, you know, I drink a beer with him. He likes sports. He was on ESPN doing a lot of NCAA bracket stuff. Um, You know, very cool guy. You know what I'm saying? He shoots ball. You know, he walks cool. Got a little swag on him. You know what I'm saying? And Michelle Obama, you know, such a strong is a strong black woman. You know what I'm saying? Like those things are good. And to a point, we do need good representation. But as far as black people in this country for 400 years, like we need something concrete. We don't need representation. We need legislation, something to put on paper into law that we can actually, you know, see some tangible change. That's the representation part. We get all the the sugar and the candy, you know, all the words, all the, the centerfolds, all the, the magazine stuff, but nothing of substance that'll actually be good for us at the end of the day that will push toward what we are actually screaming about or actually what our concerns are. The fact that someone can vote for a ticket that strongly represents most of everything that was wrong in Sodom and Gomorrah, then turn around and ask God to hear or move on your behalf because now you see an issue with certain things like this whole transgender religious freedom stuff is crazy. Question, how can God move on your behalf when an opportunity was presented to make a choice in voting that could have prevented what it is you want to pray for now. Too often we get swayed by the big news media, the big news stations, memes and social media to tell us what's best instead of looking at God's word and the context behind it in regards to how we should be conducting government affairs in this country. we rather go with the wave of what most folks think are as acceptable than be independent thinkers reliant on God's principles. On the flip side, I've heard people reference social justice being part of biblical principles, and I'm I'm not here to dispute that, and I, I don't disagree with that. I just believe it's incomplete. Jesus was an advocate of social justice and loved those that didn't have the same character, background as him. What separated Jesus from the religious folks and people that were just good in general was his morality. 
He loved what God said love and he hated what God said was foul. Morality is the tree. That's the base. That's the root. Love, social justice and group economics are branches that bear fruit from that tree. You can't fully take from those branches if you first don't acknowledge the tree that they came from. The problem is people want social justice without morals being in order. They want to love who and what they want without morality being a standard. This will always cause confusion and eventually create some of the chaos we're witnessing today. It's like asking God for good health, but we refuse to stay active enough and eat the necessary things it takes for that to happen. Having a national day of prayer is good and necessary, but are we praying for things that we can tangibly work our faith to show God is not just lip service? and that we are sincere in what we ask. Some of the same people I saw riding the Biden-Harris train are now praying against some of the very things they happily went into the booth to vote for. God has plenty of mercy. Trust me, I know this for a personal fact. Plenty of mercy, still needed, grace and all that. So I'm not saying we shouldn't pray or you shouldn't pray. What I'm saying is, We should all look at the depth of our cries and concerns we bring to God and ask ourselves, is there something naturally we can do to display evidence to God that our faith is genuine? Because too many times I believe our prayers are counterproductive because we don't search for actions we can do to allow our natural to become super with God's help. Think about it. Peace. 